Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, Tower 2, down here at Rosie's 10th and P. A great contingent from Hay Center to Beatrice to... Well, we'll just say Scott over to the east. And Bill Dolman, pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, the professor. Is it driver's ed time, cowboy? Or are you just <laughs> making a, an exception for us before you go uh, get the old spring break tan on? How are you? People are walking around my truck wanting to know why I have my seatbelt on while my truck is parked. But you just said before break, I think it was, I better click it or I get a ticket. So I wanted to be nice and safe for everybody to let them know that that's what I do on this very important uh, Friday afternoon. So you're not driving and doing the interview. <laughs> you are part. No, I'm not. Just to be clear, no, I'm not. I actually saw okay. this uh, this interview with the UFC fighter. He just lost over the weekend, so I was watching his interview. He hopped on a podcast, and he had, like, this full-on, like, gamer's headset on while he's driving down the interstate getting back home. Like, it was one of the craziest things ever. And I guess I go, well, whatever, you're driving on the interstate, you got the headset on. You don't have to focus on the interview, but it's still just something about it seemed a little off. Better that than perhaps a virtual reality headset while driving down uh, down the road. <laughs> that would be bad. Uh, it, it would be. Bill, a lot to get to. Some football as spring football's around the corner. It's basketball time. March is here. And uh, give me a grade for Nebraska basketball and Fred Hoiberg. They're hoping some teams say, I'm good and don't take an NIT bid. That's Michigan. That's Carolina. They're hoping 20% means 100%. Maybe Fred's on the uh, or, or Trev's on the phone right now. I don't know. But they're, they're shot to play postseason ball. Took a monster hit, obviously, against Minnesota. But give me a grade. What do you think? Body of work. Well, body of work, because you uh, sack-punched Iowa twice in one season, that's good enough for me. That's an A, okay? And you get extra credit for what you did to Creighton back uh, in, in December. So, to me, this has been a great season. Uh, yeah, that the loss to Minnesota was was not good, right? Uh, you win that, and I think there's no question about it that Nebraska's in. But you want to finish strong. And if you take a look at that final chapter of the season from November to December to January to February and and disregard maybe the Minnesota game, you know, Nebraska had a great February. And what Fred Hoiberg did, uh, turning the the season around from perhaps a a D plus uh, after the and then you've got the injuries to doing what they did in February and exciting the crowds and people talking about this being a successful season. You know, it, it's it's a C plus, B minus. 
probably a B minus if they if they'd beat Minnesota. But given given the two injuries and when they occurred and what those two guys meant to the team and the way they adjusted the game and averaging seventy plus points the last uh, last uh, six weeks of the season. You know that's a fun team to watch. I think people, for the most part, will look back on on how they really did finish, and and will think this was a this was an enjoyable Nebraska basketball season. It wasn't a great month of January, that's for sure, but February was a lot of fun. Bill, I think there's a difference between a Husker basketball season being enjoyable and a Husker basketball season being successful. And if Nebraska misses out on the NIT going and getting postseason work in, can you consider this season a success? Yes. Why not? Just because I said so. Okay. Uh, people went to PBA in droves. Fourteen thousand people watching a team that at times didn't play very well. They got their suds on. You beat Iowa twice. You beat Creighton. I mean, that, look. I I I think what Fred did in turning things around when they had to when it could have been an absolute disaster, right? And I think people, yeah, the way they finished, it, it's successful, you know. Given what the conversation was a year ago, you know, Fred can't stay. Got to get rid of the guy. I mean, just up, get rid of the program practically to where we are now and hoping to get into the NIT. I think it's been a successful turnaround season, at least for Fred Hoiberg. And I think there's promise for next year. Bill Dolman's with us, uh, Hale Varsity Radio, down here at Rosie's 10th and P, ahead of state basketball. The night sessions, the A semifinals going on. Gretna in action, Millard North in action, Bell West and West Side uh, at PBA. Uh, the Pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman, off to uh, Sunshine uh, and, and probably some, some recruiting. Uh, you're going to scout. I like it. Uh, we'll go to uh, the. The, the big picture of basketball with um, with Fred and listen he's back he knows the blueprint of what it's going to take in the Big Ten do you feel confident he can find two replacements for a guy like Walker and a guy like Greasel because he'll need that on top of what's what's developed some of the young guys that have played and got better as the year went on they're going to have to up up their game uh, a little bit or a lot and then who knows about Tomanaga if he goes or stays I think he's probably gone I have no inside info on that but uh, money talks and uh, there you go but can he get it rekindled here because he's not alone in, in having roster resets every year but that's kind of been his MO with Nebraska until they finally found at least what the formula is the style anyway, Look, in, the mentality in this in this era of college basketball and so much transition you know I, I think that you might see four or five new guys come in um, for, for next season maybe one of them maybe two of them will fulfill those roles that you're talking about with Walker and Greasel maybe there are guys in the program right now you know eight weeks ago Sam Hoiberg was a you know a glorified student manager for the most part, and he goes on to be a February star and turned in maybe the play of the year with that steal in the bucket. What was that against Maryland? Uh, it, it, so there might be some guys in that program already. Uh, Lloyd, the point guard, they're very high on him. Jamarcus Lawrence, 
the second half of the season, grew into a, a terrific Big Ten player. Uh, you know, if they do make that adjustment to the NIL that uh, players from overseas, international players can make some money, then I would bet that Tonganaga might might stay, uh, you know, and play another year because I think he would do quite handsomely uh, after what he's done this year. He's beloved in Lincoln, and he may never have another experience like this, uh, certainly in the States, maybe back home in Japan he will. But if, if there's a way for him to make some money, then I think you're looking at him coming back. And uh, But I, th- I think in the era of college basketball we're in, I think you can see four, five, maybe six new guys coming in with his team. And Fred is this year of any of any of his seasons has shown that he can adapt and adjust things on the fly. And, you know, maybe that's what uh, what he has to do next year. Get the people in, figure out what they can do. And by the time conference play rolls around, you've got a pretty solid basketball team because you you can win in the Big Ten. That's proof this year with all those teams that were what, 10 and 10, basically. Bill Goldman's with us here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. And Bill, if you don't mind, let's switch gears here, talk some football. And I want to get your take on what's been going down the last week within the Husker football program. It's been commitment week. And I know that word commitment could get your blood pressure up a little bit, Bill, but it's not recruiting as uh, we're going to be talking uh, just about this, this end of winter conditioning. We had Matt Rule on the Husker Radio Network last night kind of talking about what awaits him in spring ball. But when you look at commitment week, it's been some sort of arduous team activity in the morning followed by a team bonding activity in the afternoon and then we also had the Husker Olympics a couple days ago. I want to get your take on that. Was there anything like that during the, the Tom Osborne years, all the years you spent around the football program? Do you remember some sort of week like this that seemed to be more about team bonding than it was about actually putting the work in, even though these guys are putting in work? I, I certainly don't remember it as, as high a profile thing. I know they had, you know, watermelon feeds and barbecues and tug of war, you know, competitions and, and those kinds of things. And then the team bonding that a lot of during the course of the summer when they had to do things by themselves and were accountable to each other. But, you know, this is certainly much more high profile because of the incredible job that that creative staff has done in putting out uh, little snippets on social media where fans get an, uh, you know, an inside look and a backstage look and the kind of look that they want you to see so that people are excited about the things that they're doing. So, you know, yeah, Nebraska, is you always have to do things to get the team together. But in this multimedia era and the social media era, it's just a little more high profile. And let's face it, he sounds like the preacher's son, but he also sounds like he's the son of a salesman because that guy knows how to market Matt Rule and market his concepts and to get people, uh, fans excited, recruits excited. I think the players have bought in, the ones that I've been around. I think this has been such a feel-good period of time for Nebraska football, given what we've been through for the last two decades. So Rule's done a terrific job and not just team bonding, but getting the state of Nebraska and all of the Husker fans to bond around what they're doing. It's been fun. There's no question that it has been fun, and I think it has been mission accomplished for the most part. Bill, the Oscars are this weekend. One of the crimes of all of the Oscars was 1984, where no nomination or win was bestowed upon Revenge of the Nerds. I look at this Oscar Olympics, and I think of Revenge of the Nerds, and I think of the battle between uh, Delta and Alpha mm-hmm. with the, uh, the activities, the, the Greek Olympics they had to do. Give me your top three Husker draft picks uh, if you were to reenact the uh, that scene in Revenge of the Nerds with 
all of the uh, the activities, be it the javelin, uh, the, uh, the the Trojan horse. I'm not going there. <laughs> I meant arm strength. Okay. <laughs> uh, or or the, the the Trojan horse, and I don't know who is musically inclined, uh, a la the uh, the stage and Poindexter on the violin. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm going Teddy Prohaska uh, just because I've gotten to know him this semester. He's okay. my guy in uh, in any event that I, I need him to uh, uh, to perform in. Um, I think he can come through for uh, the Tri-Lambs. Um, uh, arm strength, um, uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. I'm hoping it would be Jeff Sims. Okay. Uh, I'm a little nervous when the head football coach says, I think my toughest guy specialist is the punter. And the fastest guys on the team are your fourth and fifth team quarterbacks. Uh, that might be a little bit concerning. If Trey Palmer goes away and Heinrich Harburg is now the fastest guy on the team. Uh, so I'm a little nervous about that. So hopefully uh, Gilbert and Lewis can come through uh, with the pep talk to get the right guys motivated. I do want to say one thing before, before I go today, because this is, as I think people know, a milestone historic night in uh, in Nebraska basketball history. And I know a lot of people gathered at Rosie's thinking I was going to be there, but it was on this night. And I think people know this and ESPN is probably going to do a 30 for 30 on it. Um, that uh, 40 years ago, somebody stepped to the free throw line at the Bob Devaney sports center and became one of the most prolific uh, free throw shooters in the history of the Devaney center, setting a record that will never be topped in dropping down a perfect night from the line to boost a stay in front win over O'Neill in the first round of the Class B State High School Basketball Championships. I don't want to brag too much, but, you know, I know people are talking about it, and I want to acknowledge that milestone. There are a lot of Dolman jerseys floating around here at Rosie's. What did you do at the line that night? Two pressure-packed free throws. What was the Drained him. 1,000%, okay? Nobody is ever going to top that in Bob Devaney Sports Center history from the free throw line, okay? It doesn't get any better than perfect. For you to get in. What's that? Were you ahead or behind to get in? Look, look, if I don't drain those free throws, who knows what kind of momentum could have been (laughs) generated by O'Neill. Don't hit. Well, if I don't make those free throws, maybe we don't win 89 to 56, okay? But I got to the line. I did what I was supposed to do. I was asked, and I nailed them. Pressure, perfect. Has, has Fred Hoiberg Thank had you. you down to talk with the team yet to improve their free throw shooting? That was an issue all year oh long, and God. they have such a great resource on campus. Call me. That's, you know, that, yeah, <laughs> just give me a buzz. Look, that's why one of the reasons Calvin Murphy and I got along so well, you know, 98% free throw shooter or whatever he was, and we would, we'd sit there and we'd talk. You know, Rockets games going on. We talk free free throw shooting, you know. He's a Hall of Famer, and I was perfect at the line. But uh, I just want to – I know you guys have been talking about it, and I just want to acknowledge, yeah, 40 years ago tonight, Bob Devaney Sports Center, history was made. Perfection at the free throw line in an 89-56 win over O'Neal. J-E-F-F-S, Jeff Saar, the very best. The pride of Fairbury. A legend. At the Devaney Center. Ice. <laughs> follow through. And he Perfect. just let it hang. Just let it hang. Where are you going? It was like Daytona? Jordan over Russell. Well, I'm going Daytona? down to Florida for spring break. 
uh, going to party like it's 1989. Uh, see if Martha Quinn and uh, Jules Asner, Tabitha Soren are still down there. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if they're still playing Funky Cold Medina like they were along with the Fine Young Cannibals. I'm going to see Good if my work. buddy Boozer Bob Frank will join me. That'll be awesome. Bill Dolman is going on spring break. Uh, <laughs> what worked for me 22 years ago was before the advent of digital cameras, you had the Kodak disposable cameras. And just tell them you're Howard Stern's intern. It was wonderful. <laughs> what I forgot was my pen rods on the beach uh, mug that, you know, you could put about five, five cents worth of beer and it was about that much. So that anyway, yeah. Dolman, uh, make sure you get uh, oiled, oiled up and don't come back with a horrible sunburn. Uh, Bill just, Dolman with us. Just hoping I come back. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you take care. Thanks for jumping in. All right. Free throws. Perfect. There he is. Go Big Red, uh, says Bill Dolman. Brady Oltman's going to join us. Hail Varsity from Rosie's continues.